Hello, everyone. This is Kelly Beard of KarmicTools.com, and this is your weekly forecast for the week of April 19th through the 25th of 2020. Hello, everyone. We had a great call on Thursday night when I introduced the new Venus cycle in Gemini. We went over how the cycle feels in general, and we talked about the social collective levels of evolution that this cycle brings. If you want to hear the replay and receive custom goodies, simply register on my website, and I will send them right over. If I can figure out how to set it up to be automatic, I will, but technology is a blessing and a curse these days, so just email me if you're having trouble finding anything. I hope you'll join us for part two this Thursday. So that too is posted in the blog and all the links and everything are there. Also, I'm delighted that you all are finding the weekly forecast on your favorite podcast platform. So it is super easy for you to get to the energetic support anytime you need it. I love this. I would just like to remind you if you are hearing or seeing this forecast but not on my e-list, I would recommend that you go to karmictools.com and sign up because there are lots of perks to being in direct communication with me. And you can choose to receive them weekly or monthly so you control your inbox. So let's dive in. Our first activation is Tuesday the 21st with Sun squaring off with Saturn. So let's just say spring and fall for all the years, and we're about to touch on that, I think, that Pluto lives in Capricorn, which is 2008 to 2024. Aries Libra time is always going to be that transformative time, and we've been on the fast track, as you might be feeling, to our next level evolution. So this week's activations are important because they're very personal. You're doing a lot of processing around how your reality is changing, and Even though squares are hard and challenging and uncomfortable and we would normally not sign up for a lot of it on purpose, they're still good for us because they push us to grow out of our comfort zone and get us present in the current space and time and zone and and necessities that we have in the here and now. So when Sun and Saturn get together, it's usually a little reality check on you, the individual, as to kind of where you're at. What do you need and what do you have? With this energy, it is best to understand that there are often two distinct pulls within you, obligation to others versus responsibility to self. It's not nearly as bad as it feels. However, it does bring up something we all work really hard to balance to some degree or another, and that is the self versus other dynamic, the individual within the context of relationships or community. How much do you owe yourself and how much are you obligated to others? Balance and reciprocity come to mind as guides. One of the challenges of this influence is making negative assumptions that there is no support for you when in truth you haven't asked for any, and help must be invited. Saturn brings up our relationship to time, and some people may feel restricted as if life, other, outer is too demanding and there's never any time just for the individual. This activation is a push to grow. It's time to hold your own structure in some way and reclaim your inner authority to direct your own life. Others may find their lives falling apart because they have avoided responsibility for so long and now there's no more wiggle room. Rather than have a meltdown, take a nap and resolve to wake up with a plan, a strategy for taking the next steps, even if that means simply asking for help or guidance from an older, wiser person. It's time to deepen your dedication and commit to yourself in a whole new way. 
recognize any current limitations, and work with the resources at hand for now. The sun usually illuminates the core essential nature, or self. So see where you may be stuck and need to break out of a rut of some sort, and trust that taking charge and making a decision and choosing a direction is inviting help from the universe to support your new direction. It's that at the moment of commitment, the universe conspires to assist you thing. It's what happens when you take the first step, the universe will carry you two or three more. So that is all Saturn wants from us, is how much have we given our power away to the rest of the world, and certainly under the circumstances of this time frame for the world and America and people going through it, this is a major adjustment being imposed on us. But at the same time, you can use it to really change your life once and for all and in a really good positive way, even if right now it's hard and bleak and dark and uncomfortable and not looking like there's any hope. The truth is you've got to go down to come back up in this one. But it's going to put you in touch with parts of yourself that you couldn't have touched or gotten anywhere near if you hadn't gotten cracked open like this. So Tuesday the 21st is also my Instagram Live day. So for those of you who love to be with us there, we've been doing pretty well having lots of people with time on their hands to join us. So a few extra people have been showing up. But it is where we discuss the energies. And it's not scripted. It's not real structured. So for those of you that like that kind of flow, it's really a fun conversation. But it's where we do a lot of divinations. We pull cards and we hold an open books and we ask the questions that we want to ask for energetic support around whatever's happening this week. And since this week is really powerful, we have the Taurus new moon the next day, which is Wednesday the 22nd. Then I have my part two Venus circle on the 23rd, but Pluto retrogrades on the 25th, which is Saturday. Same day that Pluto retrogrades, Mercury squaring Pluto and Jupiter, who are still basically still together. So our consciousness is evolving this week. We're planting seeds for what we want to experience in our physical body and reality in this time. We are planting seeds for what our new values are, what's really important now has completely flipped in a lot of households. This is a big week. So that day when we're together, we probably will do some really fun divinations. So if you like the divination part of that, that's a fun thing to do. If you don't do Instagram at all, that is totally fine because I load the replays up to my Karmic Tools YouTube channel and you can catch the replay at your convenience. So we move on to that Taurus new moon on the 22nd. Every year at this time, we tend to our individual gardens, that sacred place where everything we love has a place to grow, develop, and bear fruit. What are you cultivating in your garden at this time? This is always a chance to begin anew, anchoring the new ideas that got activated with the Aries new moon a month ago while also practicing the new routines that will help manifest and sustain whatever you are creating at this time. Taurus energy, whether beginning or completing, always gives you the opportunity to assess your priorities. What is really important to you now? What nourishes, supports, and sustains you now? And because Venus is involved, I'd add who as well. Who nourishes, supports, and sustains you now? I'm throwing the now in there because... We want to get present every year to that particular evolution. Taurus is all about what we cultivate. So look at what worked and what didn't over the last six months to a year 
and note what building materials you have at this time that would assist you in creating, manifesting, and or magnetizing a comfortable and fulfilling existence that truly reflects what you believe you are worth. The Taurus lesson or energy is not so much about waiting as it is about slowing down to consciously cultivate and co-create with the energy, resources, and opportunities presenting themselves at this time. Internally, you can anchor the aspects of the new identity that Aries activated recently. These are the aspects of self which you feel will support and sustain you going forward in this brand new territory. Whether energetically new territory or actual physical literal new territory, we are all on some new ground. This is the time of year to renew your commitment and dedication to living the life you feel most worthy of. Take stock of what you have released as well as what you have acquired. Give appreciation for all of it. Then truly detach because you are worth so much more. There's new energy and support available, and because your values and priorities have permanently shifted over recent years, and in this case, recent weeks, it is good to reflect on what deeply supports who you are here and now. What feeds, nourishes, supports, and protects your new desires, your new values, your new priorities? What kind of energy, relationships, and circumstances are you magnetizing? What kind are you repelling? How often do you tune in to honor the beauty and abundance surrounding you, as well as within you? Gratitude unlocks the energy and connects you to new resources. So use this Taurus new moon to plant the seeds of well-being and abundance in your garden this year. And then we come to the 23rd, which is Thursday, when I'm going to have part two of the Venus introduction to the new cycle. This time I'm going to go a little deeper into how we're going to process it individually. So if you have planets in Gemini, Sag, Virgo, Pisces, then you are being stimulated directly and things are being rearranged in your value system in four different departments. For the rest of us, if you do not have any planets animating those signs, you still have those houses in your chart that are being stimulated by her extended stay in Gemini. So when we do this call, I will go over some details and the post-call goodies will, of course, include the replay and the audio and any notes and things that we talked about. But you'll also get a separate private email directly from me with your personal activations, meaning where Gemini, Sag, Virgo, Pisces is in your chart. That is easy for me to do for those of you who submit your birth, date, time, and place. So if you submitted a registration, there was a place for that or you can just shoot me an email if you like. That is Thursday night at 8 o'clock Eastern, which is 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific. Then we don't have anything on Friday. Saturday is another big day. So Pluto's going to retrograde, and Mercury's going to link up with Jupiter and Pluto all in the same day on Saturday. So this is a transformational day, but it happens every year. So we should be used to this vibration in the spring of new beginnings and the utter transformation that's possible. Pluto is in a long process of purification and transformation, 2008 to 2024, and retrogrades annually, facilitating evolution on a more subtle level, although if your chart is activated, it may not feel subtle. On a personal level, Pluto helps you dig up any destructive, unconscious patterns, 
strips you raw and confronts you with who you are and how you will survive when nothing and no one else is available to help or support you. Deep breath. We're all feeling this in some part of ourselves right now. I like to think of Pluto as our buried treasures and like diamonds. It often requires a very special task to release from within and bring into the light. Often because Pluto rules death, rebirth, and transformation, something is sacrificed for your own greater good. Although it may be something painful and debilitating, it doesn't have to be. But it almost always is A, necessary, and B, ultimately liberating. It's what we call a liberating ordeal. Never easy, but always worth it. Pluto is traveling through the Capricorn sector of your chart, digging deep and activating any other planets you may have in Capricorn, as well as Cancer, Aries, and Libra by default. So it's good to look at this as an ongoing purification and transformation of these departments in life. Pluto moves generations and great numbers of people along their evolutionary path. However, every year when it retrogrades, it turns that energy inward, giving us unique access to our own depths, where our soul self resides. When it goes forward, October 4th, it is a very gradual awakening process that develops from there. Transformation happens behind the scenes and often out of the prying eyes of others, as well as your own conscious monkey mind. This is deep soul work that only you can do. What have you really purified and transformed this year? Or what would you like to? Use this time to set intentions for purification in the sense that you are supported to strip away the non-essential and reconnect to your purest original intent. Change is greatly supported at this time, so anything that you are ready, really ready, truly willing, and finally able to change can be transformed forever. Capricorn gets everyone focused on choices and responsibilities as well as the structure of your life that supports and protects you and the overall stability of whatever house it rules. This is where you should channel your energies and focus to improve at this time. So same day, Mercury is going to square Pluto. This energy is tough yet powerful. Its highest expression would be to focus on your inner development, discovery, and deep dig on a soul level. It enables you to look beneath the surface to some core drives and gain some valuable insights and thus choose a plan of action based on your findings. You will want to know all the hidden meanings behind decisions you've made or want to make soon. Dig. You will find more than you think you're ready for, but apparently the universe thinks differently. Pay attention and try not to worry about what anyone else thinks or believes. This energy's flip side is to make you obsess over one particular idea and try to force others to your way of thinking. That is a bottomless pit. You cannot truly change the way other people think. You can only change the way you think and hope it enlightens others along the way. And it will for those who are tuned in to your level of consciousness. Try to only focus on you and your direction at this time. Same day, Mercury is going to square Jupiter. This energy challenges you to integrate your smaller vision with the larger vision for your life. On one hand, you can see the big picture in new ways, but on the other hand, you may not be very interested in the details that bring it about. This is another good one for expanding your consciousness and thinking outside the box. But as the insights come into your conscious awareness, 
Be mindful of the steps it will take to make your ideas a reality. This activation is also great for course corrections where your ideas are concerned, I love it, and will open you up to learning something new or bring in a crucial piece of information. So just keep in mind that you will also have to stabilize anything that you start and probably have to review some details down the road because of something you overlooked in your enthusiasm for the new truth being revealed from within. So let me also say here the last thing about this back-to-back Mercury-Pluto, Mercury-Jupiter, because you may have caught on recently that I like to note, I like to notice the order these activations fall in. So at the beginning of the week, we're in identity zone of getting real about who we are and where we are, what we can and cannot do, and getting present to some new possibilities. It is springtime, so we are still concentrating on new life despite the chaos of change. It's also a new moon this week, which is a dark of moon, which means we go into the darkness and the Aries moon. We have the Taurus new moon in pretty much darkness, and it's going to come out, we'll get that sliver around Gemini, which is consciousness. So it's all about you, your personal values, and your consciousness. As you embody that and you trust that and you flesh that out and develop that to its highest potential, it reverberates, it radiates out, it helps the rest of the world. So this week is very personal with Sun and Mercury going at it. And then the order, like I was saying, the fact that we have to transform our consciousness first, then we go to Jupiter and expand the vision. I like that. That tells me we're good. We're going to purify things first, and then we are, or let's say, we have access to a new truth and story, essentially. If we can change our minds about something, if we can change our perception of our situation or our, our status or our stance or Whatever's happening to us that is feeling like limits and restrictions and there's no way out. There is a way out. You have to get really creative and you have to engage your soul level for this one. You have to engage your imagination to find these answers. The answers are not going to be found in typical places anymore. So this week is a transformation on other levels and the beginning of a new garden of life for you. So let's tend to the garden. Let's, let's clear the decks. Let's clear space as if you had a brand new space in your backyard or your balcony or wherever you are that you were about to plant a garden that had a minimum of 12 different things. Let's just start there. And you want them all to grow and thrive and feed each other and connect with each, you know, and just a beautiful garden that has beauty and food. It has flowers and food. That's what a garden is. It sustains you, and it's part of your offering to earth to tend it and earth's offering back to you to provide for your physical needs. That's what it means to be in a body. So let's set our intentions right now about being in the body, about having our lung capacity working well and functioning properly, having our mental stability (laughs) functioning well and properly having access to clean water and air and the basic things that we need to survive that should never have anything to do with money or your status in the world. This is part of being on earth. We all need it. The animals, the plants, the humans, every life thing 
you know, maybe technology doesn't need it, but the rest of us do. And we have to stay number one. Let's just keep it that way. I love new technology, and I get that it's allowing us to connect in these brilliant, amazing ways. But we're still earthlings. We're still in a physical body that needs tending, and that's what the Taurus new moon is really all about, getting back in your body and actually making it a pleasurable experience, not being in fear and terror, not being in fight, flight, or freeze, not being in fear mode or survival mode, but finding the little things every day, like being able to step under the sky and go for a walk in the park. Think of the people who cannot do that right now. Give that gratitude. When you give that gratitude, it opens everything else up and makes other things possible for not just you, but the energies and entities around you. So stay strong, stay positive, reach out for support if you need to. Definitely check in with the free calls that I'm offering and the YouTube channel, which has a lot of extra goodies that get posted there, or the podcast. You will find that my podcasts are usually the weekly forecast, but when and where I can, I'm going to throw in bonus material there too. Okay, everyone, this is Kelly Beard of Karmic Tools. Thank you so much for your time, energy, and support, and have a fantastic week. Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Please share this with those you think would resonate and reach out if and when you need to. Kelly at karmictools.com. The goal of my weekly forecast is to alert you to the energies and activations that we're all experiencing and the possibilities for conscious co-creation as an individual. Awareness of the energies is the first key, but I invite you to take it to the next level by checking out my readings, telecircles, and subscriptions, which are all geared toward individual support that helps you understand your own unique blueprint. My specialty is cycles and patterns, and I love helping people figure out their own within the context of the social and collective rhythm. To some, working with their own cycles and patterns is a completely new and foreign concept, but there are many planetary cycles that coincide with natural life cycles that allow us to co-create in mystical as well as practical ways. I create custom tools that I have tried and tested myself for over 30 years, and I do the work alongside my circle every time. So I hope you will reach out if you feel called to dive deeper into your own soul's natural rhythm. Talk to you soon. One love.